0: Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. We are back with another Riley and Trev talk. My name is Trevor Jensen and I'm joined with my co-host, Riley Clark. Ooh doggy! do we have a good old mysterious tale for you guys today? Well, it's not even a tale because it's a true story, so it's even more creepy. So let's up the creep factor and let's get on with what we're talking about. Today, we're talking about... The Dietlov Pass. <laughs> as Russian as you can get it. It's the Dietlov Pass. Also known as
1: Devil's Pass. After all these incidents, it was kind of renamed that.
0: And I was also informed that the native people, with what it's actually referred to by them as, it refers to in our language as Don't Go There! So there's that.
1: Alrighty. With this story, there's a ton of, like, crazy history, I would say, with it. there's Clout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of picked up popularity as of recent. Uh, some newer evidence has came forward that changes everything, too. So, like, we're not going to dive into crazy amount of detail because everything is really unknown. And there's just so much mystery uh, behind everything, whether the Russian government had their hands in the disappearance of these nine hikers that were trying to complete some type of uh, hiking certificate uh, to get a level three and be very renowned, like travelers and, and things like that. And then they camped in a really odd spot. Wouldn't you say, Trevor? Oh,
0: yeah. The story behind this was very broad. It literally spans from conspiracies, to yetis, to good old aliens, nuclear testing, so there's that too. So without further ado, I'm going to dive on into the deep end and give you guys a little backstory. Okay, so... The Dietlov Pass incident was an unexplained event where 10 Russian hikers set out through the northern Ural Mountains in February of 1959, and nine of these hikers met their very unfortunate ends due to very uncertain and unforeseen circumstances. Before we get into a little
1: bit more, there was a 10th person, but they experienced crazy joint
0: pains and turned around. He Fortunately, had, saving his life. I forgot what the like, um, medical term for what he had was, but it's it's like some crazy disease where he literally couldn't... He dealt with it his entire life. Yeah, where he couldn't physically do it anymore, and they were literally on skis going through the mountains. And they were all very experienced hikers. And he turned around to not keep their speed on pace. Yeah, basically he was gonna make it all the way through from what Team he guy. thought. Yeah. Team guy. And he was like, I'm gonna turn around at the, the last home base basically where they were at. And he stayed there. And the others moved on. That was basically the last contact they'd had with anyone as well. So, during the night of the incident, these nine hikers that ended up continuing on from the one person that stayed back, they met some really crazy circumstances in the night. And they all fled their campsite in the middle of the night, some of them not even wearing the proper, like, attire. And most of them were just in their underwear. I mean, they said six of them froze to death because they weren't wearing proper things. And then the other ones died because of other causes. And then what... Are these other causes, Riley? Let's get into some of these.
1: Well, for one, radiation was detected on some of the clothing that was left behind, which makes some people believe that aliens possibly had a link in what happened to all the hikers. I mean, I guess it could be possible, right? And what was the Russian government doing testing for radiation?
0: Well, I don't know about you, but aliens like to leave radiation.
1: I mean... I would guess, right? I mean, they're in space. Space, radiation,
0: makes sense. There's lots of it out there. What else would aliens leave behind? I don't know. But, even more crazy, one of these victims was said to have a fractured skull that was significantly fractured enough to where it resembled a car accident. What are you going to tell me (laughs) made that much of an impact onto this poor man's head to do that? When really it wasn't an av- there was no av- avalanche pretty much every... No and that's what a lot of the people are trying to say like no, I wouldn't say a lot but one of the theories is an avalanche caused these people to flee from their tents and with no evidence of an avalanche ever exactly. happening in that time frame but and if you go back <laughs> and you look sense. at some of these pictures the campsites are relatively undisturbed with a little bit of snow maybe over what you could call like some of the tents but these these tents are huge. They're these like pictures are horrific level. too oh and yeah. these
1: people had perfect documentation the entire time of what was going on. That's what's crazy. They had videos they had pictures like the Russians when they showed up they had videos and pictures of the footsteps left behind by them. Why the it was like a month before they found them why was their footsteps per, perfectly preserved in the snow still? And the new evidence I did suggest it earlier was found saying that the time frame should have been meant moved forward for when the government was involved. So like if they would have found um say two two weeks prior, like
0: possibly the footprints wouldn't be so as bad, but maybe they found them earlier. What's even more crazy about what he's saying is there was only two bodies found. Literally I, won- I think it was two months prior to when the rest of the bodies were found because they were not in the same proximity of each other. Yeah, these bodies were spread out all random, too. I think three of them were grouped together. Within a miles of the campsite, but like as far away as a mile. So you're telling me that these people ripped their way from the inside out of their tents for some reason and then spread out... All ran different directions. Some of them
1: then, gory as you could think.
0: I would two of them too. had you can go look at the pictures. I definitely cavities. recommend
1: going looking at the pictures because they're horrific. Two
0: of them had chest cavities caved in. Yeah, because of broken these ribs. Two other bodies were also found at the base of a tree with skin missing from their fingertips because it was. I w- I want to say it was, not decided, but it was. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? It, like, discerned that they had tried to climb up the tree to either get away from something, or they had defensive wounds on their hands.
1: Like, breaking mad... There's pictures of the tree, and, like, these limbs that were broken are kind of crazy. It almost makes you think that something super strong threw them up against a tree or something, and, like, just started mauling them.
0: One of them was missing a fucking tongue! And their Why? eyeballs, and they never found the fucking tongue
1: or eyeballs.
0: Okay, it's negative thirty. Everything should be perfectly preserved. So, Nothing
1: can just like. So you know. with
0: all of this being said, <laughs> it's crazy. This fucking shit show, of a goddamn crime scene is what I'm gonna call it at this point. Because holy shit, which way we could walk with this stick? Is they any direction. They walked all
1: in a straight line, too, which is really crazy. And then they just all spread it out. Well, let's
0: see. Did they fight? Did you think they got into a fight? I don't think so, because they said that they had pictures of all of them prior to that night. Literally joking around, being very jovial jovial with each other. God, I have tongue ties. Oh, yeah. And (laughs) they were also known to have this, uh, what was it? like a newsletter that they were crafting together. Because all of these people, I am not joking, were between the ages of 20 to 25, except for the one male who stayed back who was 38. With his eyes missing. Oh, I lied. He wasn't the one that stayed back. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how old the guy that stayed back was. Oh, he was 21. It was Yuri Yudin. That's who it was. Okay. So, I'm just going to let's just go over everybody's names and how old they were in the group so we can get a better idea. So, Igor Dietlov was 23 and he was the leader of the group. He was said to have died of hypothermia. Yuri Doroshenko, he was 21 years old and he died of hypothermia. Ludmila Dubanina, okay. She was 20. And she died of internal bleeding from severe chest trauma. She got her shit caved in. Then we have another Yuri Krivnashenko. He was 23, and he died of hypothermia. Then we have Alexander Kolovlotov. I think I said that right. He was 24, and he died of hypothermia. Then we have Zenadia. Kolomagrova. She was 22 and she died of hypothermia. We have Rustaman Slobodin. He was 23 and he died of hypothermia. We have Nikolai Thebex He was 23 and he had a fatal skull injury. He got his face caved in. Then we have Semyon Zolotarov. He was 38. And he also had his chest caved in. And he was said to have his eyes missing. That's a wonderful thing. And then you got good old Yuri Yudin, who definitely got the luckiest of them all and left the expedition due to illness. Lucky bastard. So, let's jump into what the investigators found and what they would... I would say what they found first. So... 500 meters away from their campsite or what in our terms is 1600 feet there was a big siberian pine or basically just a big christmas tree and the searchers found visible remains of a small fire and this is where they also found the first two remains of kirinashenkov and dorinashenko but the bizarre part was they were shoeless And they were in their underwear. And let's not forget, they're in Russia. Where it's negative 30
1: on the side of this mountain. It's freezing. Why are you (laughs) in your underwear? We will add a little detail into here. They end up discovering that as the people were dying, the people that were still alive were taking each other's clothes from each other.
0: It's hard to say precisely if they did it when they were dead, if they were literally fighting each other. A couple other, of the or, bodies I don't know. were moved, though, after death. So that, I mean, would say that... Do you think it was from animals, though? Or do you think it was more or less because of tampering from, say, the KGB? Or the other people that you were saying, like the other hikers? Considering how there's only two of them there, what happened to the other ones? Like, what? What? how can you tell me that... All of them were not in the campsite. They all fled. That I would say probably the exact same time, but then two of them end up naked by a fire under a tree, and the rest of them are okay. How? Why? Why? What are they hiding from? What the are they last, running from? The last three, they were found in a
1: like cave thing that they made in the snow. Or is that from <laughs> the avalanche? Right, like that's like the story like you try to talk about it and like one thing leads to another part it out to one part of it and then go to a
0: different part and be like no that contradicts it and then no this contradicts that and then it's like and on top of that there's even
1: some like really weird photos that kind of relate what we've talked about before aliens and Bigfoot there's that weird picture God. where it looks like it could—they could have been just joking, right? I think it was. probably They were all common. young
0: people, so I mean, it's very possible. Maybe they just were trying just trying to make like a
1: funny film or something for their newsletter. In their, in
0: their newsletter, they state at the end of one of them that they see the snowman. Now I don't know about you, but I mean, in my terms, if I hear somebody say a snowman, Thinking I'm yeti. say probably yetis. I like me a good yeti story too, so I mean, shoot. Plus this is 1949 people, what are they doing for entertainment other than walking around the woods and coming up with awesome ideas to bring back to the fucking town to tell people. But it's so tragic that they met their end like this and it's still unexplainable. The branches on this tree were also broken up to 5 meters which is relatively high into this tree, suggesting that these people were basically naked. And if you ask me, they perhaps could have been looking for their camp if they were somehow disoriented from whatever had just happened. And searchers between the camp and the pines that they were in found three more corpses, which were Dilatov, Kolomogrova, and Slobodin, who seemed to have died in poses suggesting that they were attempting to return to their tents, but they also were all found with those very bizarre injuries. Also, really bizarre dis- distances from each other. Yeah, suggesting that they weren't like, how do I want to say, like literally on top of each other? They were literally probably um, a couple thousand feet from each other, basically, is what it what it pretty much sums up to and it's like also about a thousand feet from the tree and then two months after they found the remains of those bodies they finally found the rest of the bodies into the tree meters or into the trees sorry excuse me i can't speak today i have mush mouth people (laughs) so they found the bodies of the rest of the hikers farther into the woods in the pine trees Three of those four were better dressed than the others, suggesting that they either stole the clothes from the other hikers, or they may have been more prepared before they left. Either one, I do not know. Evidence also points to the people that were also better dressed may have been wearing the burnt clothing of some of the other hikers that were also found naked. So, suggesting that they may have lived a little while out in these woods. Maybe. But then again, who's to say? And why were they all in different places and they were all dead at different times? And why were they all literally mutilated? I still can't wrap my head around that. I can't either.
1: That's the one thing that I can't figure out how how did they all just be mutilated and disfigured like that and then just of course they just freeze exactly how it happened. So like you you literally see it like as it
0: was, just frozen. So, let's get into the first really big like conclusion. And that is that the Russian government has a massive hand in the deaths of these nine hikers. That it was either Russian testing, because there was nuclear evidence on one of the clothing articles that they found from one of these hikers. And, if you're gonna go and tell me that, why the fuck... Are they testing for radiation in the first place? That suggests that the Russian government could have been testing weapons, or they're trying to cover up something that they found prior to anybody else finding and didn't want it getting out in the public. One theory suggests that it could have been paradoxing undressing. Paradoxical. Para-
1: paradoxical. <laughs> paradoxical It we're... makes sense, though, right? Because they, like, undress themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, basically, it makes you feel like your skin is burning when actually it's freezing. It's when
0: you have hypothermia. And yes. it's that bad that you are on fire. You're Ricky Bobby and you gotta get your clothes off, yeah. Because <laughs> we party in our pajamas, our birthday suits.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some people suggest that's also what they were doing. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Well, I mean, it would explain why those people were naked. I mean, they were, you know, young college students. I partied but a lot in college. But I also did read that they didn't bring Any alcohol and no type of drug use. And the only alcohol they had, medicinal purposes. But could that have been government putting their hands in there, trying to make them look like heroes? I mean, they could all just been real buzzkills, too. It was 1949. They could have all been bookworms. Who knows? They were literally making a newsletter for fun. But then again, we're making a podcast for fun. (laughs) (laughs) Next thing you know, we disappear. (laughs) Oh, my God. KGB comes and strikes us down too but back to paradoxical undressing I really do believe that it is a very 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 likely thing that some of the people that we did see literally not wearing any clothes by this fire could have very well had this been happening to them like it doesn't make any other reason or reasonable sense that they don't have clothes on yeah yeah All right, let's move on to the next topic. So like we said earlier,
1: evidence also suggests that Simeon Zolotov
0: had taken pictures of a possible UFO. Because this is around the time where they did have cameras, actually. And they actually were, I would say, documenting their trip. Because in order for all of these hikers to get their level 3 hikers licenses or um, certificates, I guess you can call it. They had to prove that they did the hike. Yeah, and they had to have as much documentation as possible. So what do you do? You bring a camera. And then what's even more bizarre is Yuri Yudin, who stayed back, said he had never seen this camera from Zoltarev before on the investigation. He said he'd seen the other cameras that they carried with them, but not his. He said he kept that one to himself, which is bizarre. But I guess it's really not that weird either he just didn't want anyone else to know he was taking no photographs well they were just on a, just a normal expedition where he's probably just taking pictures for himself because you know it's it's not that weird
1: <laughs> but what he captured on the cameras is pretty weird i mean he caught something in the sky was taking pictures of something in the sky that really doesn't make sense Maybe yeah. that's why he was keeping it to himself and not showing anyone. He was cool for Cocoa Puffs,
0: and he was Cucu. taking pictures yeah, yeah, of the yeah. sky. Yeah, he was cuckoo for them flying saucer puffs. I <laughs> want my flying saucer puffs, and I want them now. No, I actually believe this, though, because they were also saying that prior to their investigate well, not investigation, prior to their um, expedition into this pass, there was these lights in the sky. That nobody could explain. Nobody knew what they were and what they wanted. Maybe nobody he knows. got
1: a good picture of them. And that's what caused the aliens to
0: come after that. I also believe that these cameras had been taken by the government. And the pictures that we were not allowed to see have been confiscated off of those film rolls. And they gave us what we could see. And it was only the goodies. Somewhat good stuff.
1: And that's gonna lead us into the next What Goes Bump the Night film. You got
0: night hikers. One pass. Oh my god. It's cold. It's so dark. These tents, they're not warm enough. Oh god. We need fire. We need fire. Did you hear that? What? Get your camera. What is that? Snap, snap. I heard it again. Oh my god. Let's look at the camera. What? What do you think you caught? It looks like aliens. Aliens? I thought I thought we were looking for snowmen. I'm so startled. What was that? Oh my god! I can't tell if it's coming from the woods or from the sky! It's coming from both! Oh my god, the sky's on fire! The tent's ripping! There's people outside my tent! They're not people! They're they're smaller than people. They're Yeti! Men! Aliens! Ah! (laughs) Investors, welcome. This can be part of your problem, too. (laughs) This has been another What Goes Bump in the Night movie edition. So, getting back on track, do you think aliens were the reason that these people were so fucked up? To me, that's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, lo- <laughs> I I don't know if you can say logically aliens are the prime suspect here, but... Nothing else seems to line up. Dude, you, you can't look at all the evidence and tell me that these people got their faces caved in, their chests literally caved in as well, tongues and eyes are missing, they're all sorts of fucked up, and people did this to each other, or animal like a bear did this even though there's no evidence of them being mauled by wolves or bears yeah i'm gonna go say gray men did it the radiation also is a big prover to me or do you want to say the yeti men had a hand in this just like the last episode that we had so if you haven't checked that one out please go back to our last episode to listen to the yeti and or sasquatch episode I'm going to have to stick
1: with aliens, though, because Yetis, I mean, they haven't attacked anyone, right? We saw it last episode. That that probably is unlikely. You're not going to get hit with a rock and drug off. They're not going to get all disassembled, line up in a straight line, and get drug off by Yeti one by one. <laughs> and that's highly unlikely. Let's I be honest. I completely
0: agree with you. Aliens,
1: mind control, one by one. They just went blah, 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 and.
0: Yeah, yeah. I want to go ahead and say it's aliens.
1: And on that note, we're going to shut it down for tonight's episode of What Goes Bump for the Night. First off, we want to say thank you to all the listeners who listen to us on Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Google Play, and for older episodes, SoundCloud.
0: And be sure, if you haven't gone to our Facebook page yet, to go there and give us a follow and a like. We would really appreciate it. Also, Instagram, what goes bump pod. All right, folks, and we want to say thank you once again for all the love and support that you have graciously given us. And with that being said, remember to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes bump.